Do you have a show or a YouTube channel, podcast, or relevant product that you want to promote at the top of the Elseworlds Exchange? Well, now's your chance, man. For 50 bucks, you'll get a month's worth of plugs at the audio version right here of the Elseworlds Exchange. Right at the top of the show, first thing they'll hear, now it'll probably still be my voice, but you'll write up a short one-minute plug, we'll record it, and toss it at the front of the show. Or, alternatively, for 20 bucks, you can get a month's worth of plugs at the end of the show. Right after you hear us sign off, same deal, one-minute scripted plug for your stuff. How do you take advantage of this incredible opportunity? Just go to therealcomicpop.com, hit the contact button at the top, and fill everything out, and we'll work it out through PayPal. By the way, we do reserve the right to reject or accept based on our own personal taste. I'm not going to plug your Nazi podcast, man. I'm sorry. You know what? I'm not sorry about that. But you're not going to do it anyway. So go to therealcomicpop.com, hit the contact button at the top of the page, fill everything out, and we'll work it out. Worth it. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes a friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusade of the law. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Find mm. me a find, catch me a catch. I uh, I was in Fiddler on the Roof in high school, uh, which is why I got that song ready to go. Nice. Um, I was not Yenta, but we're going to Aww. pretend to be Yenta. We're going to be channeling her today in episode... Uh, uh, superhero matchmaking here on Elseworlds Exchange. Welcome to the show, everybody. Oh, yeah. I'm Sal. And I'm Joel, and it is Valentine's Day, and we were just talking before we started. We've had a Valentine's Day-related episode for three years running now. Can you believe it? I like in, Out of all of the holidays to gravitate on and make dedicated episodes for, yeah. it's one of the oft-forgotten ones from uh, from popular culture, particularly cartoons. I think of, oh, yeah. whenever I think of like the legitimate holidays, I think of if cartoons dedicated a whole episode to that idea all the best specials yeah all the best ones do the simpsons has a great one even invader zim has a valentine's day episode i choo choo choose you <laughs> <laughs> you can pinpoint the exact moment that his heart breaks in half <laughs> um, but mr wiggle i don't think that uh, story is all right for children really i keep my pants on in this one <laughs> <laughs> that's true so today uh because we talked about you know, some of the best or iconic comic book couples, and we've talked about some of the most toxic, we thought mm-hmm. we'd play matchmaker and see uh, which superheroes belong together or should be together. Yeah. Um, I, you know, it's funny. I, I thought about, like, looking up some lists and seeing if we could, like, really talk about what uh, what other people have suggested, but to, to the life of me, I don't really see this as a very top popular topic that people have It's asked. not. I, I looked before we started. I didn't find any. I made a little list of just ones I threw together. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm literally going to be freeballing it, ladies and gentlemen, so let's, mm-hmm. let's see how we go. But I'm excited because, like, this is a neat idea, just, like, who needs who needs to be together? Who are some lonely yeah. people who, uh, who, like, are perpetually never together or who belong together? I also am going to be instating a rule right off the bat. I think they have to stay in their own universe. Yeah. It's not like, oh, you know who'd be great? Like, Catwoman and Captain America. I'm like, no, we're not <laughs> going to do that. We're not going to play. Inter- it's always, it's easier to widen the pool and, and yeah. invite, like, oh, you know what would be cool if I dupli- if I doubled the amount of superheroes I can play with, but... You, gonna... you mean to tell me you wouldn't want to see the Adam and the Wasp get together, even though the Adam is just a nicer version of Hank Pym? Yeah, exactly. Like, sure, I'd like to see that. Like, I found a better man, Hank. This guy shrinks, and he's not a monster. Yeah, um, and he's not a horrible, horrible monster. What was my other joke when I had? Oh, you mean you don't want to see Banshee of the X-Men and Silver Banshee, the villain of the <laughs> DC Universe, together? As neat as that is, it does not help us. Uh, no. So I thought what we'd do is we just... We'd stay. Also, it allows for the universes themselves. We, it creates a situation for writers to be able to be like, oh, you know what? That's not bad. 
they're those guys in the Oswald Exchange really know what they're talking about. <laughs> Indeed. So, I can't argue. So yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna do that. So like we're also going to get it out of the way. Peter Parker, Mary Jane belong together. We all know this. Let's just yep. hope that eventually the Red Goblin situation will change everything. But uh, if it doesn't work out, sorry. Uh, past us, uh, we are we have dated ourselves and we've completely yeah. been on the wrong side of history. But that said, uh, it would be nice to see Spider Man and Mary Jane back together. Mm. But hey, since he's not with anybody, he's open season, and we're gonna play with him. And he's had so many relationships. Like, remember when they were trying to, like, make him and Carol a thing for a little bit? Where it's like, yeah, because these two haven't had messed up love lives on their own. Maybe put yeah. them together and Let's see what happens. Let's talk about that a minute. Because, like, uh, if you've never watched it, by the way, we did, uh, over here on Comic Pop at least, we did a big uh, Spider-Man romances episode. It was just mm. a kind of like a self-contained video. We're talking about the many loves of Spider-Man. Very and well done. What, thank you very much. It's one of I, I, I'm the most proud of. Uh, and it's two years old. Um, really well freaking researched. I'm like, man, Sal put work into this one. I did. I did. I looked. I did a lot of. And I. And it, by the way, it ends on the worst note. It ends on like that lady from Parker Industries that was in like two oh, episodes yeah. or two issues. Ooh, and I'm like, ugh. Yeah, the one who betrayed him because her mom was sick, but he forgave her, and then we never saw yeah, her forgave again. Forgave her, and then promptly dumped her ass. Um, <laughs> But yeah, they, they were pushing that Carol Danvers, Peter Parker situation. And let me tell you something, uh, being a, a quasi-Spider-Man expert, you know, we've never really seen Spider-Man date any superheroes unless you count Black Cat, which none of us do. Or, or so, Mockingbird, which he's had kind of an on-again, off-again. Well, it's like, new. are you... That's it's like, are you really dating? Or are you just friends with benefits and it also broke up in the last that's issue? That's the thing. So. Like in, I mean, like, I mean, traditionally, like... Peter Parker's always be, had relationship tumult, but he's never really dated outside of the the normie pool. Yeah. And so when you when you saw him with when you, when you saw them pushing the Carol Danvers thing, I was like, that's a neat idea, I guess. Carol's damaged enough for Peter Parker. Let's see where this goes. Goes nowhere because no. And, and by the way, I think it went nowhere because Marvel doesn't know what kind of personality Carol Danvers has. So no, it changes from book up. to book, writer to writer. The Kelly Sue DeConnick version is very different from that Avengers version, is very different from the version that's being written right, right now. The Brian uh, Reed version, I guess, or wh whoever was writing that book at the time, I don't remember. Just, just let G. Willow Wilson write Captain Marvel too. Yeah. Is that too much? Just let her do both. Just give her both books. I'm sure she would be happy to handle the load. And I um, trust her to do it, and it might actually start making more sense. Yeah. But uh, but that said, you know, we've seen we saw that pairing. It didn't work. I think it's because of the failing of their ability to handle uh, Carol Danvers's relationship or, yeah. or her, her, her sense of identity. Um, but, How she uh, was with Rhodey in the background, and that became a big crux of Civil War, too. And I'm like, wait, these two were together? When did that happen? They're like, oh, in the background of the Captain Marvel book, if you've been reading. But, you know, he never mentioned it anywhere. That's the thing that really confused me. I was like, they're dating? I mean, I wasn't reading either of their books, but I feel like that would have come up at some point, and then they didn't. And I'm like, yeah. oh. Which, um, hey, not a bad idea. They're both disciplined military people. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Unfortunately, Rhodey's a little too dead for them to be able to carry on their relationship. But it makes a little more sense. I mean, it, it's the most superficial you can get, but I still get it. Yeah. Um, but playing with that idea, you know, we never saw Peter, like, date outside the, the superhero dating pool. And it'd be interesting to see mm. him, like, kind of pursue that. Or at least it'd be cool if it wasn't with, like, the worst possible pairings. Like, Mockingbird? What a horrible pair. I mean, like, because 
again, what's her character? Like, what is that all about? What, what is the what is the the clash? What is the hitch? Uh, you know, she's she's a shield agent. I know they even joked in the last issue where like Bobby actually sat down and thought to herself, like, huh, you know, I kind of liked Peter when I was head of his security and we were touring around the world fighting crime and everything. But we have nothing to talk about when we're out of costume. Yeah, it's true. Um, so at least Slot realized that at the end. He's like, yeah, what was I doing? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I like the, like, I like the fact that he at least had the foresight to acknowledge what a bad idea that was, or at least what a, like, what a superficially silly idea that was. Like, okay, mm. you're going to go there? Like, and he went, yeah, I guess that was kind of dumb. Too bad I had Alex Ross paint beautiful covers depicting their stupid yeah. relationship. Yeah, yeah. Because that won't be a waste of time. Um, but... Obviously, since we're going to mention Peter Parker or Spider-Man and who we would pair him up with, if we if Mary Jane was not in the picture, or if it was like that was never a thing to begin with, my pitch, I think Jean Grey. Mm, another woman who's had a lot of ups and downs and a lot of love triangles. You want to throw Peter into that mix? Yeah, I think uh, she's, she's uh, you know, I, I wouldn't even go so far as to say she's damaged. I think that she is, she she has gone through trauma, but she is, like, she's a fixer. You know, her, yeah. her interest in Wolverine kind of suggests that she likes to fix men. And yeah. Peter Parker is, in essence, a broken man in his, in his, own, in his own right. Oh, it, boy. It'd be fun to see her kind of, like, visiting his mind and, like, help sort some of the mess, you know, like, where maybe she helps, like, you know, you could actually investigate their relationship being almost like it falls apart because they all do. Uh, it falls apart because it goes from, like, it being a mutual attraction to it being kind of like... She is. She's more like a therapist. Like she's yeah. helping him deal with his trauma, or maybe your their relationship strengthened because when he gets into her head, he helps her like find her footing and be like, no, like not to, not for nothing. But I've also been possessed by an alien power yeah. that, that that abused my power. I know. Oh, some, yeah. I know a little something about power and responsibility. But, but Gene. We have a lot in common, and he can make her laugh. Which hey, can Wolverine make you laugh? Can Cyclops make you laugh? Cyclops. So. I don't even think he has the ability to, to laugh, much less make anybody laugh. Uh, Wolverine it's, it's make another... you laugh because he's a little because he's a little furry jackass who's like, yeah. you know, I, I, yeah. I've always loved watching like. Watching Spaz's freak out. Uh, that Indeed. was always very, very delightful. I'm sure is, Wolverine is very much like is, that. Is Gene older than Peter, or are they about the same age, you figure? Good question. Because um, the to ages that, are always up and down. Well, to answer that question, we'll have to look at uh, how old they were when they were first invented. In 1963, uh, yeah. Spider-Man came out. 1963, X-Men came out. Same year. Right, uh, right. When we first see them, Peter Parker's 15 when he becomes Spider-Man. And how old does Gene have to be? in X-Men to Because I always thought Jean would be, it was a little older. Maybe she just acted more mature in the way that, you know, girls mature faster than boys. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there is some kind of um, expert in the chat who will be able to tell us how old the X-Men were when yeah. they first showed up. I mean, you figure it was school age because it was a school, but they also looked to be old enough to kind of have their own shit and affair and orders and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, I have to assume that she was at least 16, if not as old as 18. Right. But I feel like, I, I think she was around the same age, but I would I would say, even if they were, like, uh, peers, she's probably a little older. 
I kind of like the idea of Peter maybe dating an older woman for a change. Yeah, somebody who's got a little bit more experience, a little bit more maturity, and, uh, and maybe can help, help guide him a little more. Because if nothing else, Peter is always going on a journey of discovery and learning. Always. Always. That's why I think I would like, you know, a woman is like, I, I, I don't think Janet would make much sense, but that would be kind of cute. It's like, hey, we're both kind of insect-themed. And right? I'm yeah, the Spider and the Wasp. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, I, I would see that too. I, you know, and, uh, and it wouldn't be too far from the Mary Jane thing because like Janet Van Dyne is all about image and style and yep. flash and she really likes uh oh what she's a she's a costume designer yeah yeah you know so you got like you got a lot of uh, you got a lot of po- potential there that'd be plus fun he too. wouldn't have to lie about his double life as Spider-Man she would understand she's like nah I get it I've been an Avenger forever you can't make it to our date tonight because you know friggin Doc Ock's got the bomb yeah yeah like I get it and like and and yet Janet could also be like, yo, you're being Spider-Man too much. This is really eating into our stuff. Like, come on. Um, and be like, hey, I know when a when a relationship turns toxic, I harbor no illusions. Right. She's like, I know she, an obsessive when I see one. <laughs> she take no she take no shit off him, which would be good. Yes, that's true. Um, and she also wouldn't put up with his like kind of like white knighting like uh, he'd be like i have to protect you she's like i'm a founding member of the avengers yeah i i predate you if anything i will be saving your ass today exactly no i think that'd be cool i you know what's funny if either of those characters were introduced as a relationship in the dance lot run i would have picked up faster than, i guess than the than the mockingbird thing just not interested and the, and the carol danvers thing just so so superficial it's just i think she's single around this time and maybe they've never paired Pete and uh, Janet because no one can tell when she and Hank are broken up or not. It's true. It's really, really true. I would say if not an older woman like Janet, I would be like, let's give him a fun girlfriend. What, what about Hellcat? What's she doing right now? Right? She's kind of fun and she kind of has a background in journalism and everything. They could maybe talk about that where it's like, yeah, you know, I, I took pictures. Yeah, you know, I did TV and I did all this other stuff and I was kind of like a teen idol and everything. That's true. Patsy Walker's kind of like the other side of the coin for him. Like he, what, he started out as a TV performer. Yeah. Um, wouldn't it be funny if she was like, this is where you could have gone with it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I I am, but there for the grace of God go you. And you also get the opportunity to do at least one issue where Hellcat and Black Cat fight. Yes, that's another thing. Again, keep it, keeping it in the cat family, too. Spider-Man has a type, can you tell? And, and in the redhead family, by the way. And in the redhead family, that, too. Um, so, yeah. Someone in the chat saying she's married right now. Is she really? Who's Hellcat Patsy married to? Walker? Just some schlub? Yeah. All right. I remember uh, reading her like Archie Digest book that was recent that recently came out, and that was kind of like a weird mess. Um, but yeah, so getting away from Spider-Man, got any other pairings we should we should look at? Yeah, sure. I got a couple here. We did one for Marvel. Let's uh, let's try and do one for DC. What do I have for DC over here? Okay, here's one they're actually teasing right now in uh what is it teen titan so this one might actually happen by the time this one gets recorded but damian wayne who we have never seen in a romantic relationship and Thank they say God. that <laughs> what a i know mess. but but they say they want to take him there because that's a road not traveled yeah pair him up with green arrows uh, little sister imiko queen who was also raised by shadow one assassin so they actually have a lot in common the only difference is imiko's not a dick i think you're on to something there i think that's something they might actually even do I think Ben uh, Percy has been teasing that because he writes both the Teen Titans book and the Green Arrow book. Oh, shit, yeah. No, that's happening. Like, I think you're definitely on the right track there. Um, no question. 
Yeah, I mean, two little ninjas that have been trained by shadow organizations. How what could yeah. go wrong? Except no, that they would both be criti- like critiquing each other on their stances and form. Um, also, like what's great about relationships when it's early on is how amped up they are, how horribly oh, yeah. overly melodramatic they are, and how fleeting they can be. Um, mm-hmm. They always inform how the next relationship is going to go because they're Absolutely. the foundation for, upon which you build your context for the next relationship. So, like, Damien not being in one and then building it off of, like, being, like, dating basically a ninja assassin with him, like, yeah. like himself uh, would be great to inform the next relationship. It, it might also make Damien seem more human and more approachable where he's, like, you know, on a mission with the Superboy. It's like, why didn't she text me back? I texted her 15 minutes ago. Right. Why is she not writing me back? Like, I imagine he'd be, like, a really possessive dick. <laughs> yeah, I could see that, absolutely. I mean, there's no question to me that Damien is definitely the kind of guy who would send, like, 10 or 11 texts within a 10-minute span. Mm. He's really, really not big on boundaries if his experience with the, t- with the Titans is any indicator. And it would be great to see Green Arrow have to be big brother and father at the same time, where it's like, look, Emiko, I gotta tell you about guys, and this is coming from someone who was a legendary horn dog and absolutely terrible for a long time. This is true. That's a good point. Like, that shit writes itself. Yeah. <laughs> I, and then I, Black yeah. Canary in the background's like, don't listen to him. Yeah, right? No, the last guy you need to learn, hear from is <laughs> Uh, um, that'd be cute. Yeah, I agree. Keeping in uh, in keeping with the DC theme, there's one character who is like intrinsically tied to her relationship to the other guy, but I feel like would be really fun to see. I'd like to see Batman and Big Barda together. Oh man, yeah. See, now you would have to break up with Mister Miracle, and that would That's, hurt so bad. It would be very sad. I'd be very sad to see that breakup. But you know what? They've done that before. I feel like. I think they. They have. I feel like even in uh, what was it in Dark Side War they weren't together. I don't remember if that was. They, they were on and off because they had like contrasting uh, motivations of what they wanted to do, which is always kind of the case. Right. So it'd be kind of fun to see like an obsessive meet with someone who was born and raised on Apocalypse. Uh, yeah. Particularly having like someone who's strong and super powered, like to see that like that that whole mental concept of mm-hmm. Batman and his like this is what I've done to become like the apex of humanity and her being like <laughs> I woke up this way. It'd be kind of like what if what if Batman could fuck Superman but not be gay? Like it's yeah. basically a Midnighter situation. <laughs> well then, yeah, then you'd have Midnighter and Apollo. It would be funny too because Barda can out tragedy Batman. Like yes. whenever Batman gets all morose, like oh my parents and oh the love I never felt, Barda could sit him down like, well let me tell you about my childhood. I grew up on the fire pits of Apocalypse, raised by the sadist Granny Goodness to fight for my life and you know fight to escape this horrible thing but do i moan about it do i you know grouse no i mean it'd be great to see batman like meet her on like some kind of similar level where he's like Mm. you know it's her birthday or it's some (laughs) special like you know she's like on apocalypse there was no valentine's day there was No. no birthday and so I'm thinking of, like, the Star Trek The Next Generation episode when Worf is all pissed off and miserable about the fact that, like, he can't be uh, with the Klingon High Council or whatever. He can't, <laughs> he can't have, like, he can't go through this special, like, rite of passage. And so the whole crew gets together. Well, a couple of members of the crew get together. They create a holodeck <laughs> scenario where, like, they all just tase him, basically, the whole day. Like, that would be really cool um, to see. Basically, have Batman go, like, I have recreated this apocalypse, like scenario for, for you, you that shows you how much i dig you i'm just gonna throw sand in your eyes and punch you in the face that's that's a birthday on apocalypse right yeah exactly and she's like thank you like 
You know, or he or he just beat like not that he beats on her, but like that they fight. Yes, that's our thing. A very Frank Miller. We fuck fight now. Right. Like she it's her birth. Like, you know, it's like whatever the, uh, you know, Ascension Day. But mm. it's like she's sad and she's and Batman is, is trying every trick in the book that he knows from like Earth traditions. <laughs> and then like, you know, maybe he actually gets like he gets trapped by Scott Free and he like has to oh, tell yeah. Batman like this is a very special day for her. You need to do this. And I know it's like fucked up, but like, you got to do it. Even, and so, even like, though I'm the ex, I care about her so much. Yeah. Again, really cool ideas. And, uh, you know, unfortunately Tom King will never do anything like them. Uh, no. by the way, super chat night three night X three or games says, keep up the good work. Thank you, man. We will. We will. Uh, so yeah, I, I would like to see big bar to somebody, some like an other, as opposed to right. like, as opposed to like Catwoman. You know, Agreed. Like, oh, that's pretty obvious. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And Zatanna was cool, but like we've seen that yeah. in the cartoon. We have. Same with Wonder Woman. Cool, but done better in the cartoon. If you're not going to do it better. And also, I like Wonder Woman with Steve now. I like they fixed that relationship. Yeah. The relationship between Batman and Wonder Woman that I like is where they're both warriors who don't bang. Yeah. Um, the image I have of the two of them is her boot on his neck. That's like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> From the Hippocata or whatever. Uh, Hic- Hic- Hicatea. I, I taught myself thing. to say it properly. It's, so it's that a I would Greek tragedy. Right. Yeah. Although, if you were to, to to move away, if you were like, ah, same wheelhouse, I guess Black Canary. Yeah, but just again, to, too, I, I don't want to break up her and Ollie, though. Just to oh. piss off Ollie. Oh, he would, like, friggin' rage nonstop. Of that. And she could also play the card of, oh, you thought you had it hard because your mom and dad died? Guess what? Way worse stuff can happen outside just your parents dying. Right? Yeah. No, it's true. So what that else? That would be fun. All right, what else do I have? I got a couple interesting ones here. Uh, ba-dum, ba-dum. Okay, here's another one they played around with for a little bit, and nothing ever came of it because the guy ended up losing his book. But uh, they did a Secret Wars one-off. Uh, it, it was a Secret War, Secret Love. And they said, hey, wouldn't it be fun if Kamala Khan started hanging out with Robbie Reyes, the Ghost Rider? Because she's like the ultimate good girl, and is he not the ultimate bad boy but with a real heart of gold? Isn't it a very Grease situation? Very much so, yeah. Or a West Side Story situation. That you, hey, do you want to come for a ride in my sweet ass muscle car? That's yeah. also a demon. I don't know. I really, really shouldn't. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but you want to? The look, look how cool and anime my hair is, though. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And look at cool. my sweet uh, disabled brother who I take care of. That shows that I'm a good guy and care about family. Ah, I'm falling for you, Robbie. Yeah, knew it. I knew you would. <laughs> yep. Woo. Oh, but. Robbie couldn't keep a book, though. That's a shame. And also, too, they seem to be implying that Kamala has a big thing with her friend Bruno and, like, G. Willow Wilson is doing this thing where it's like, hey, you know, the friend zone doesn't actually exist. There's many different types of love, all this other stuff. But maybe they'll get together anyway because, you know, that's just how the story goes. Well, don't they get together when uh, when the world ends? Uh, They did, but then the world ended and they didn't remember it. And then he got hurt during the Secret Empire and uh, took a big scholarship in Wakanda. So now he's living in Wakanda, learning vibranium science and shit. Oh, all right. Cool, cool. And they've been sincerely broken up. And he was dating someone else before that, too. Basically, Miss Marvel had a whole like, oh, we can't be friends. But what's funny is that he left now, left the other girlfriend. And now her and Kamala are friends. And she's basically running the tech end of her operation now. Oh, that's cool. I'm like, oh, that's cute that they can still be friends and they're not fighting over a guy. That's good, solid writing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Mm. 
So yeah, uh, all right, that that'd be cool. I'm trying to think of like Marvel characters. I had I had more DC characters than Marvel. Um, what's interesting is we saw this pairing, but it wasn't a pairing of love as much as it was a pairing of hate, which like <laughs> some folk can't extricate themselves from either distinction. Uh, but I would say it'd be cool to see Tony and Carol get together. I know, right? That would be like that. Now, there's a toxic relationship because it's like, hey, we're both former alcoholics and everything. We're both really strong-willed and everything. Yeah, just two strong-willed characters that are born to lead. That, like, you know, had dark past that weren't didn't get rid. Like, you know, they had uh, they had problems. Um, they had uh, that had they had to overcome that were like perception based. Yeah. Um, you know, just I, I think Carol is the kind of person who like. She would really respond to a guy like him. Um, Definitely. Just like I think, you know, Tony needs to be with somebody who would challenge him. This is, of course, Absolutely. we're. To- I mean, obviously, like Pepper be great, and like all the, all the other characters they've created for either of those relationships or either of those characters. But we're just talking about superhero pairings. We're just like yeah. mix and matching, like you know, watching these characters trade kisses on the battlefield while they're punching Kang in the face. Yeah, and how they would uh, bounce off each other. Ooh, the chat had a good one here. I didn't even think about this, but this one could, you could do some great stories with this. Nightwing, who has always had a million girlfriends, can never stay in a relationship for too long. Yeah. With Supergirl. Yes. That's like, I can't believe that's never been a thing. Yeah, how has that not been a thing? Again, Supergirl also, millions of boyfriends, millions of relationships that never work out. Plus, again, you kind of get to do like the, hey, let, let us join the houses of the bat and the super together. You, I would like you, it right, the scene writes itself where Clark goes to visit Batman. And mm-hmm. he's like, I don't know what to do here. Yeah. She's seeing Dick, what do I need to know? And Batman says, I've never known a finer man. Oh, you know, oh. like there's there, there's only one man who I think is who I, I, there's only one person who I think is a better man than you, and it's Dick. And it's also to be yeah, it's for Superman to be like you raised a good son, Bruce. Yes. Your parents would be proud of you, right? Like, uh, just and he's like, well, you raised a good daughter too, basically, Kal-El, even though she's your cousin, but even still. though she's your older cousin, <laughs> even though she's your older cousin, Kryptonians are fucked up, but you did good. But you did it. You did a good anyway. Um, <laughs> you did a good. Yeah, exactly. Ah, that would be such a... Yeah, why haven't they done that? That seems like such a no-brainer. I know some people in the chat are saying, isn't uh, Kara a little younger? Yes and no, because she's also older, and they've also said in the comics that Dick is only 23, which I call bullshit on. Yeah, exactly. 23? No. <laughs> no. No, I, I totally disagree. And that would be a good story, too, because then you would have, like, Starfire, and Barbara would be, like, kind of heartbroken over that, because, you know, they were the other ships where it's like, how can we compete with literally this golden goddess from another planet? No, it's true. Uh, I, I am working on a Starfire pitch, so we'll we'll, we'll see about oh, that. Oh, so she could. I, I tried to think of a the... Starfire pitch. Yeah, I'm wor- I'm working on it. I think I oh. have one, but uh, okay. Yeah, that's right. I do have one. Okay. It, here's another no-brainer one. In fact, these two characters didn't meet for the longest time, so I'm surprised they never tried to do anything romantic with them. She-Hulk and Matt Murdock. Yeah, right. Two lawyers. I mean, like I've never even seen them try cases against each other. They only did in the last couple years in the Charles Souls book, which is like. You know, when when Marvel was bereft of ideas, that would should have been like the first thing they did. The fact that we had to wait this long to see anything like that is unbelievable. Since every time anybody needed a lawyer in the Marvel universe since 1965, it was Matt Murdock or Jen Walters. Unbelievable. One of the two. 
It's amazing, too, because, like, it fixes so many of Matt Murdock's problem. What's his big deal? Oh, oh, I can never fall in love. I can never open my heart because, you know, Bullseye will come along and kill her. Yeah. It's happened, like, three times. And Jen Walter's like, no one's killing me, motherfucker. <laughs> no, I'm a Hulk true. if you didn't notice. Yeah. Um, by the way, we had a, uh, a super chat while we were chatting with ourselves. That was from Ryan Compton, who said, who would not only be dating material, but marriage material for the tragic mm. lover Colossus? I say mm. Scarlet Witch. Interesting. I think that she is like she's sensitive and and tragic, and she understands the plight of like her people, even though she is the cause and res- direct result of the extermination of those people. Um, obviously, we're gonna. She's a mutant. Moving on. Uh, but you know, just the just the kind of pairing where it's like it's two sensitive souls that are coming together that like that would explore each other in that kind of sense. I mean, yeah. like I could and just, they come from similar parts of the world too. I could just see them both writing poetry about each other in a big bad <laughs> way. Even though I think Colossus is an artist, but yes. uh, but I agree. Sculpt with something beautiful. Yeah. Right. Uh, Cody's still helping us out in the super chat. Thank you very much, Cody. You're the man. Um, but yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of different pairings. Um, for example, I have one, uh, if back in the Marvel Universe, by the way, um, these are two characters, they're both green, and you never mm-hmm. really get, you never, you never even see them in the same, like, planet, much less in the same, like, potential mm-hmm. dating pool, Hulk and Gamora. Oh, yeah, all right. Yeah, I can see it, they're both big, they're both tough, both love to fight, exactly. and everything. Gamora could be a calming influence on the Hulk, much like how Black Widow has been shown to be a calming influence on the Hulk in the movies. Like the old strong, like just a feel, just this 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 uh this this tough badass warrior chick who is able to reach the Hulk on multiple levels. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm going with Bruce Banner Hulk. By the way, I'm going with the Hulk that like yeah. you think of when you think of the Hulk. Um, not even gonna deal with. I ain't gonna deal with Amadeus. I don't care. But, like, but but is the Hulk really a dating guy though? I imagine he would forget a lot of birthdays and anniversaries. That's fair. Well, it depends on which Hulk you're going with. I liked the Doc Green one where it was. Like, I like that one too. I think that's the one to go with. The two of them could like because you because here's the thing. The reason the reason why I pair them is because not only do you have um, this cool like a, a woman who can actually like physically be with the Hulk. But yeah. you also need to consider the story potential for the Hulk. The Hulk is, if you don't do anything interesting with him, if you don't like, if you don't reinvent the Hulk every couple of years, you're going to make him like a stagnant project uh, yeah. property. And, and it's so, happened many times. Oh, and that's the thing. That's why people love um, Planet Hulk and World War Hulk and all that it stuff. Shake shit up. Just such a just a huge shakeup. And I think that pursuing that relationship, you know. Putting the Hulk in space, but not on Sakaar. You know, making him a guardian of the galaxy, perhaps some kind of idea there. But like, basically, just <laughs> then reinventing Drax the Hulk. would feel bad. Drax would be like, "But I thought I was the big green guy who hit things." You see, it, and while it does enter into like that, my that problem that I have with redundant characters, I think there's enough difference between Drax and Hulk and Gamora that you can actually do something interesting with that. It's not true. that Drax would ever be like, "Well, I wish I could sleep with Gamora," but more like, <laughs> "Well, I was the big, I was the big strong green guy." I, I was the, the muscle of the team that's how i felt when the thing joined the guardians of the galaxy but they already have muscle though. exactly the terror of death joins us in the super chat and says what about connor Kent, superboy and cassie Sandsmark, wonder girl getting back together uh they were together and they least... have to come back first because they've both fallen off the face of the earth that's true and i think we will see them soon um but we are we're talking about characters we're trying to explore untapped potential the the yeah. the, un, the, the uh the untread ground so to speak yeah um, so yeah, uh, you got any more while I was rambling there before? 
Oh, not a problem. What else do I have here? What are some fun ones? Hey, let's not forget the same sex couples over here. Batwoman, who has a lot of high-profile relationships that have fallen apart, either be with Maggie Sawyer, who she tried to marry, but that didn't work. Renee Montoya, where they had a couple one-night stands, but nothing really happened. Yep. I would actually put Batwoman with Vandal Savage's daughter, Scandal Savage. Uh, (laughs) Is that her name, Scandal? That is no shit her name, Scandal Savage. That's hilarious. Yes, it um, is. But yeah, I'd do that. That'd be fine. That'd be cool. They, again, they're you know both you know prominent LGBT characters in the DC universe. Both very strong, disciplined, well trained with military backgrounds, and dads who are giant dicks. Right. Yes. They Nothing would have so people, much to talk about. It's true. Nothing brings people together better than like shared uh, trauma via your parents. Yeah. It's like, oh, you think your dad's bad? I remember around the time of Charlemagne, my father. Yeah. Exactly. And they just um, go on like that. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Uh, I'm trying to f- pull up my Marvel's male superheroes to try and get a get better get better odds. Here's here's another one I looked into. So Squirrel Girl's like 20. Right. Who would we put Squirrel Girl with? I jokingly said Haha, Beast Boy because they're both animal people, but that would be mixing universes. It's true. Uh, as far as Squirrel Girl goes, I mean, like I feel like we've all expected her to end up with Speedball slash Penance mm. slash Robbie or whatever the hell's name is, Robbie Ball. Yeah. Um, but I don't think you could see that work um, because number one, we've all expected it. Number two, it's like because we've all practically imagined it. If you mm. like Squirrel Girl in any way, then like it practically happened, and so let's try something. <laughs> let's try. Let's try to think a little. Must mustn't be afraid to dream a little bigger, darling. Yeah, um, really. I would stick her maybe with like Miles Morales. You know, like somebody who's in a similar age age bracket. Um, also fun. Who, Currently, apparently, with the Spider Gwen, but that's a whole thing into yes, itself. Yes, but I was thinking like you know Squirrel Girl and Miles. They they both have a very youthful. Exuberance. Exuberance. Yeah, they, they both love life. And so watching these two people who just want to take the bull by the horns and go for it and also have, like, can't drink and drive. Like, they, they have... Also uh, nice. Yeah. Um, it, would, but, it would be very innocent and very sweet. I agree. It'd be cute. It's almost like they wouldn't even really date. It'd be more like they, uh, they like, went on a date and then decided they'd be better friends. You know what? I would also pitch Nova to Sam Alexander because he has such a stick up his ass. It would yeah. be fun to see him paired with someone who's actually fun. And has been around the block. Like, Squirrel Girl's been there forever. That and too. having her be like, Sam, don't you know who that is? Like, knowing every cosmic character and being like, what, you mean to tell me you met Terax? Like, are you kidding me? And it's like, wait, how are you only 20 and yet somehow you still know more than me? <laughs> what? Yeah. Valentino in, the, Valentino in the Super Chat says, Happy Valentine's Day, you guys, and greetings to Ben. I will pass along your message, Valentino. Thank you very much. That's um, nice. Yes, yeah, thank you for the, for, the, for the holiday greetings. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, um, that's, yeah. I don't, I, I don't know enough about Sam, except that he's like kind of a pain in the ass. He is on the champions team. He never was in his own book. He was more like fun having, but apparently I guess they needed someone to be the spoil sport on the champions. Like, well, Nova, guess what? It's you. Yeah, they've been pushing that for a while. Uh, and also pushing the idea that he feels dumb because everyone else on the team is super smart except for him. Yes. Just because he's of regular intelligence, he feels like a dumbass. Right. Which I, I guess you would in that group of people. Oh, yeah. No, I would have a, I'd feel massive inferiority living in the Marvel Universe. Practically everybody is a super <laughs> genius. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to help out Wolverine, and I'm, 
I feel like maybe Valkyrie would be cool. Oh, that'd be fun. Which version of Valkyrie, though? Because there's a couple. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the also, one... isn't Valkyrie gay? I remember the last time I saw Valkyrie was in like a lesbian relationship with an archaeologist who oh, she. Maybe, yeah, there you go. Who she inhabited her body is the funny thing, and they never finished that story if she ever got her own body back yeah. or not. Well, if if not Valkyrie, because uh, I don't know if, uh, if 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 Angela is totally gay, but like. Or she's by. I don't know what their what the expiration is there, but I know that she was with. Uh, um, hey, what what about Sif? Thor ain't doing nothing with that. That's fair. Yeah, Wolverine and Sif would be freaking cool. Give she, uh, give Thor something to be pissed off about. Exactly, and it would be good character development for Sif, where she's like, you know what? I've waited a thousand years for this blonde bastard to take notice <laughs> of me, and he's still hung up on this Earth girl with cancer. Fuck you. Yeah. I'm gonna go start dating Wolverine. Guess what? He's basically immortal too, so it right. works. Yeah, this guy's never gonna die. No. Um, Terror of Death says, "What about Mon El and Starfire? I have a Starfire pitch. I'm working on it." Uh, but Mon L be great if he can get out of the freaking Phantom Zone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and oh. Tevia also says, "What about John, Superboy, and Kathy? Which one's Kathy? Is that the girl?" Like I the think f- so. If she's the friend, then they've already been together, man. That's um, basically where they're going. In fact, they already say, "Hey, in the future." Yeah. And also, like, is she even really a superhero? Like, she's or just a person with powers? I think she's just an alien. In yeah. any case, that would work. But yeah, I could totally see Sif with uh, with Wolverine. Just for fun, just to just to see the just to explore that in general, It'd be great. Yeah, just have just have them go out on a date. That would be nice. Right. Um, no, my Starfire pitch is uh, put Starfire with with Flash. Hmm. Like one of them, I'd say probably Wally West, but like because I don't There's think plenty. he's I don't think he's with anybody right now, even though he desperately he's, wants to be. I, I think he was like lusting after Donna Troy in the Titans book, and there was like a thing there, and then because he because he couldn't be with his uh, wife. What is it? Yeah, he couldn't be with his wife, and he's like, oh, I guess I'll just start seeing who else is free on my team at the moment. Yeah, because uh, I think she's, I think she's seeing people too. So, yeah, there's there's a whole love triangle thing going on in the Titans book because, of course, there is. Yeah, but I wanted to pick somebody who had like a similar outlook on life. Like, I didn't want somebody dark and miserable to be with Starfire. Yeah. It'd just be frustratingly complex. Like, it'd be I- like, yeah, well, we've seen that a lot of times. I'm trying to think, is there a guy who matches, like, uh, Starfire's, like, you know, childlike uh, disposition in the DC universe who I'm missing, who's also powerful, but also has, like, the mind of a child, almost? Well, maybe Booster Gold. Yeah, that's fine. He'd really like it. (laughs) He would like it. It's like, hey, I'm basically a big child. Yeah. Um, That'd be fun. You want to come to my place and play Nintendo? (laughs) And she'd be like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I do. You got that new Mario Kart on the Switch? Man, I got Nintendo from the future you've never even seen. <laughs> yeah. I go to the future, get all the best releases, come back in time with them. Right. God. Uh, oh, oh someone's saying more literal Shazam. Ooh, that would be interesting. Not with Billy Batson, but with Shazam. Right, yes. Because cool. he literally has a child in him. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that actually fulfills what you were asking for, which I think is definitely a thing. It'd be a little weird, though, to be like, okay, so she has the disposition of a child. He's an actual child. Right. It's a little we- It's a little dicey whenever you get into, into, into Billy and Captain Marvel's relationships. Although, yet, they kind of did that in the uh, Justice League Beyond. There was the newest version of The Flash, who was a woman, who had a thing with uh, Shazam. But also, Billy Batson was older at the time, so they were about the same age. It's just he turned into an older guy. Right, right, right. 
It also got even more weird because in Justice League Beyond, oh, I have all the Shazams inside me, including Black Adam and Mary Marvel and Kid Marvel Jr. So you're basically having an orgy with me every time. This is this is why I'm not the biggest Shazam fan. <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot of shit that comes with them. There's no doubt yeah, about that. A lot of baggage. Um, oh, crap. Oh. Speaking of damaged people, uh, or not speaking of them in any case, uh, you know it would be really fun to see for the story potential? Uh, it remind, uh, Actually, what made me think of it was the Ultimate Universe when you got uh, Jessica Drew, the clone Peter Parker, hooking oh, up yeah. with uh, Johnny Storm, and you're like, what? <laughs> Peter Parker's like, what? Am I gay now? Is that what's <laughs> going on? Like, it'd be really fun. I'd like to see Kane, but like pre-degenerative disorder from clone conspiracy. Yeah, with yeah. With X-23. Oh yeah, hey, we're both clones. We have a lot in common. We're clones and we're we're and we're and we're pissed. <laughs> and we're doing it for, and we're doing it for ourselves. But I imagine Laura would be like, "Oh, Oh, you might bring down my brand though is the thing. I'm doing a lot better than you right now." This is true. Yeah. I mean, like also, I think Laura like really really loves Logan whereas Kane thinks that the Peter's a fucking idiot. So, yeah, that's also you know, true. But that'd be, but that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Uh, you know, dichotomy. Yeah. It, yeah. Or if she learned through him to love the person that he is a clone of, and right. come to She's respect like, the person you know, as a clone. This, yeah, your foundation's pretty great, and I see where you're going with this, but you're also kind of a downer, like. Which I like, because you kill people with your spikes things. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I have claws. You have spikes. We we got a thing going. Right. Oh. Uh, you could do a st- if that was a thing. If you could if you could sell Kane as a character, uh, it, it, like where you imagine like sixty issues of a run, uh, <laughs> where they're together, you could do a thing where like uh, the Weapons Plus program kidnaps Kane, gets oh. an adamantium, he gets friggin' like claw stingers. Be cool, <laughs> dude. Dude, let's let's write Tom Taylor right now and tell him all about this. Yeah, Tom Taylor and uh, and uh, and Christos Gage. They will be really, really like excited about these pitches. They'll be they'll be. Someone say put Chris Yost on that. Yeah, Chris, Chris Yost Yost. loves Kane. I know he he ruined the defenders with Kane. <laughs> Just because. Yeah. Uh, someone saying has Dawkins ever been in a relationship? Yeah, I guess Dawkins back now. I think someone said Dawkins and Shatterstar because they're both very '90s horrific. That'd be fine. I hate Dawkins so much. <laughs> they keep they keep trying to put work on him. I mean, if we're gonna do more same sex couples, uh, Aqualad, Jackson Hyde, who is back now in the comics, and yeah. they have very straight up said he is gay. I would put him with Burden. Do you remember who Burden was? No. Burden was a Gail Simone creation from the very short-lived, uh, what was it, uh, uh, Channel M Resistance book. Remember they did, like, Green Team Teen Trillionaires, and then they did, like, the other team? I think so, yeah. So he was, a, yeah, he was a magic creation. His deal was is that he was, like, from Bible Belt America, and his super religious parents are like, oh, you got a demon in you because you got the gay, when in <laughs> reality he actually, he actually did have a demon in him, but, like, a Satan demon. Right. Okay. Oh, the move, the movement. Thank you. I think that kind of makes sense because it's like, hey, Aqualad, you were from like a really buttoned down town, too. And, you know, you're dealing with your uh, Atlantean heritage. I'm dealing with my demonic heritage. You kind of got some magic. I kind of got some magic. Let's hang out. Yeah, right. No, that's cool. Oh, yeah. Also, we're both blondes. And we're both blondes. So, <laughs> you know, we can. So we really do have more fun. We can accessorize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fair. 
Uh, James Wilde in the super chat has a suggestion. He says, "Hey guys, always love the channel. Swamp Thing and Poison Ivy. It's random, but I like the thought of the major parts of two green of two of the green getting together. I think that that's kind of a thing we might actually see." They've tried it a couple times in a couple books, and even in that uh, was well, no, that was Floronic Man. But yeah, they have tried it. Yeah, I could definitely see like Pammy really digging on Swamp Thing, particularly when you get down to the to the business of he's not even really a guy. No. Like, he thinks he's Alec, but he's not. Like, I don't know if they... Do they keep that Alan Moore idea that, like, he's he's not really... He just... He formed around this dead guy, and so he thinks he's uh. the guy, but he's not... That that's, There is no person inside. Um, when I was reading it, they didn't, but maybe something had changed, because that was, like, a couple runs ago now. Because that would be really cool. Like, it'd be cool for her to be like... Him to be like, you know, I'm not even a man, and she's like, that's what I love about you. Ooh, Jason Blood and the Enchantress. Hey, we're both magical. We both have other people living in our heads. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> let's 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 hang out. We got we got we got stuff to talk about. Yeah, I kind of bland one that I'm like, yeah, I guess that would work. I'm hoping to find a better solution for this, but I could see Daredevil and Jessica Drew getting together. Yeah. Although Jessica Drew is like, she's so boring. Yeah, she sure she sure can be. That's the uh, thing. Ooh. Like she she shouldn't be. No, she, she kind shouldn't. of is though. Someone said Killer Croc and Orca. Yeah, all did right. did that with uh, Injustice. Did they really? Was that a thing that happened? I didn't read that far. Yeah, it's really weird. I mean, like, it's fun and cool, but, like, good for them is what I should say. But also, yeah. Could you imagine the horrible sex sounds that they would make? A crocodile man and an orca woman. Yes. I don't <laughs> want to, but it, it's happening. And it's in the comic, too, so it would be like, okay, what does that sound effect sound like? What is that onomatopoeia? Yeah, just like a bunch of O's and H's, I guess. <laughs> and water splashing. Uh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and people thought Baby Doll and Killer Croc was weird. That was more weird, though. <laughs> <laughs> that was more weird. That's more weird. That's gross. Um, by the way, Fred Bushy jumps in and says, Colossus Alicia Masters? Want to see my favorite X-Man happy? I, I agree. Uh... It's not judgy, that's for sure. That's fair. <laughs> By the way, thank you, Nathan Berg. Welcome to the Super Chat, and thank you so much for joining us. Um, yeah, I mean, like, Colossus is such a sensitive soul. I think that most of the, of, the, of the available ladies in the Marvel Universe would line around the block to get a crack at Peter. And, um, and they're both artists, too, so they could do that thing from Ghosts where they're, oh, like, yes. sculpting a pause. <laughs> um, by the way, I was trying to think of something for Power Girl, and I think I found the perfect match for her. What about good old John Jones? Be a little weird, but I mean, it's a direction. It's definitely a direction. Just I've a, always kind of viewed Martian Manhunter as a sexless character, but what if he wasn't? That's the thing. Like, I see, I view him as a sexless character, but only because I've never seen it done right. Yeah. Um, but Power Girl is like, I'm trying to think of people who are like powerful people, powerful people who could like compliment each other. And I could see like the like Power Girl being like, you know, like she's especially I, whenever I think of Power Girl, I think of the Amanda Connor version, by the way, as we yeah. talked about in the weekly poll last, yesterday. But like it's I arguably think, the best one. I think of that one, like just that like strong, like message of feminine empowerment and blah, like I'm, I'll kick your ass and step on your face. But I'll also like save your save your ass. Um, <laughs> but Power Girl with Marsh Manhunter because he's like he's much less quick to fight. And, you know, mm, and, and he's sensitive and he's mellow, but he's also like immeasurably powerful. So like, she's like, yeah. you have this like fire inside. You could do anything. And you just, and you just, you just passively sit by like, you just eat a, Oreos all day. Yeah, That's, that's some relationship shit. Like that's, that's an yeah. argument for real people. I could see that happening. 
Yeah, there's stuff you could do with that. Yeah, it, I was thinking of that, too, where it's like he's just so alien, John Jones. You almost don't even view him as a person, which is a shame because that's his thing. It's like, no, I have much humanity in me. I love cookies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, likewise, I think I'd put a – I'm thinking about, like, characters that are just kind of, like, badasses. I really, really wanted to come up with somebody for Rogue. Mm. She's so cool and so great. Um, I might pick uh, Luke Cage if he weren't married. That would be fun. Did you see, you probably missed it if you weren't reading Deadpool and Uncanny Avengers, but uh, yes. Duggan was screwing around like, hey, what about Deadpool and Rogue? Like, Rogue sees the good inside Wade, sees that he's a dad now and is trying to clean up his act. Also, hey, healing factor, I can touch you and it won't kill you. It's true. Um, I, I, I didn't, I liked the idea that they were kind of like friends with benefits as opposed to like an actual relationship. Yeah. Because I don't see Deadpool working as in any kind of relationship. I mean, I've no, seen... he doesn't. He all of his relationships have fallen apart. He was married to the Monster Queen, and that fell apart. Exactly. Like, and that wasn't even. He didn't even have to live there. You know, like it was still. It still didn't work out. Um, but yeah, I, I I feel like, eh, like I want. I would. I would want to go in that direction. Ooh, here's a good one from the chat. Rose Wilson, Deathstroke's daughter with Jason Todd. Oh. We're, we're both going to make our dads mad. It's great. I could also see Tara hooking up with Jason Todd. Oh, yeah, just to, just to piss Deathstroke off. Yeah. Uh, just because, you know, because Tara, I think Tara is attracted to that kind of guy. Oh, of course. Oh, I got so many issues. He might hit me, but it's romantic. <laughs> oh, no, you poor, you poor thing. Yeah. Just, oh, just God damn it. It's very sad. Don't don't do that. God, God damn it all over the place. <laughs> Man, I, I love Priest just still fucking around with that in his Deathstroke one run where he's like, nope, Judas contract was totally canon. But she's, uh, she, she's legal now, everybody. So it's fine. Those feelings I'm making you feel. Yeah. No, I like that page where he like he, he said something like it was wrong what we did. I took advantage of you. I'm sorry. And she's like, oh, thanks. <laughs> you know what's even more hilarious about that? Christopher Priest is an actual priest. He's an uh, ordained minister. Oh, shit. Yes. Well, for that matter, so am I. But, I mean, like, in what church? <laughs> no, like like an actual, like, respected, noticed church. Like, apparently he writes on top of comics. He writes for, like, a very progressive, like, religion website. <laughs> That's cool. I'm like, I love the fact that probably the darkest, most adult book at DC right now is being written by a guy who's an actual priest. Yeah, that is cool. I dig it. Also, his name would be Father Priest. Yeah, yeah. That's like <laughs> Doctor Doctor. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> by the way, my uh, my my ministership is in the church, the Universal Life Church, so don't mm. get too excited. Which which everyone can get, isn't it? Something like a five dollar filing it's fee. It's fifteen dollars. It's a little <laughs> oh, more expensive than that, I think. But yeah, <laughs> I, I've I've often thought of spending the money to get that just to say I am, and just so I can marry some friends in the future. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, Elsa Bloodstone and Blade. That's a fun one from Dominic. I mean, like, yeah, she's a monster hunter. He's a monster. That'd be cool. It'd be great, too, to see the fights they'd get into where Elsa's like, oh, well, you know, I I hunt all monsters. I don't specify in just one. You know, when when are you going to grow your brand, Blade? Seriously. <laughs> yeah. All I think of is that, is that Venture Brothers moment where he's like, look, I specialize in hunting black vampires. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a black Dracula hunter. Yeah, that's what I do. It's my thing. It's my thing. <laughs> it's my niche. Yeah. I'm trying to think uh, of somebody for Doctor Strange because I want to do that shout out for Tiffany, but it's it's not coming. I'll uh, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll keep I'll keep brainstorming, but keep it up. 
I mean, I don't think him and magic would have anything in no. common, despite the fact that they're both magical. Yeah, that's like, that's like you two, will, you, like that's like dropping your grandpa at the freaking old age home and go, you'll all, uh, make, you'll all make friends because you're all old. Yeah, you you have the same frame of reference, don't you know? Yeah, because people who have the same frame of reference always get together, right? Comic book fans. Uh. What about like uh, what about like Doctor Strange and like Satana, daughter of the devil? Yeah, I could see that happening. I like mean, literally, like, she's the ultimate bad girl. She's the daughter of the devil. Yeah, I mean it's it's not too far off from Clea though. I'm, I, I, I mm. want to disrupt the apple cart, you know? Make right, it it's almost crazy. a little too close. Yeah, um, maybe, maybe you should like start dating someone completely boring who's not magical, but who also isn't moved by what he does. Right, hmm. like Mary Jane or something. Yeah, like Mary Jane's like, oh, magic. That's cool, I guess. Yeah, nah. Otherwise, yeah. like, I mean, like, Storm would be cool. Something like where it's like these two. Basically, I'm saying, I mean, ultimately, what I'm saying with these relationships is, I would like to see something I've never seen before. Like, wouldn't it be cool to see Doctor Strange help the X Men and be uh. like, this is fucked up? Ooh, ooh, here's a good one from Fred Bushy. Doctor Strange and Doctor Jane Foster. He's helping her with her cancer right now. Wouldn't that be an interesting thing? Hey, we're both doctors, and the, I was magic for a bit. Friggin' baller. I mean, like the fact they didn't even do that when she was th- when she is still Thor is kind of like a missed opportunity. I Which man, they, agree. they had a lot of relationships with her too, where it's like, hey, I'm kind of into Falcon in this book and in Avengers, but in Sam's own book, he's into Misty Knight. And apparently we don't talk to each other. No. Weird. I don't get it. Hey, what about Misty Knight and Black Panther? Wouldn't it be fun to see her go to Wakanda and just be unimpressed by all of it? Yes, very much so. I completely agree. Oh, Tiffany wants, to see, uh, Tiffany wants to see Doctor Strange and Abigail Brand get together. Thank you, Tiffany. Thank you, Daniel. That's super clever. That's because Tiffany wants to be Abigail Brand, and oh. so it would be like closer for her to be with Doctor Strange. Although I do agree. Listen, Brand is a fun character, and... Like, I guess you put Strange in space. It's kind of like a a mysticism versus technology thing. They're kind of like opposites attract. I mean, listen, like, you can write that. It can work. Uh, Here's the suggestion. Here's the pitch, by the way. You treat it almost like in Firefly when Inara had her shuttle. And in her shuttle, it was, like, dolled up to be, like, a a companion headquarters. Like, you go into, like, his quarters, and it's, like, a mini Sanctum Sanctorum. (laughs) In space. Like, and basically because, like... Everyone who writes for Marvel is a friggin' Doctor Who fan. You treat oh, the yeah. shuttle like the TARDIS, and it's bigger on the inside, and it's got all of his books and all of his crap, and Wong's making tea, and Abigail's like, you brought the manservant? I bring him everywhere. He this, this, he, he's part of the deal. <laughs> it's a package this, deal, honey. This would be great, too, because by having those two be together, you could explore what a bunch of like the Marvel architects love to do, and that is, hey... All magic is like the chariot of the gods theory. All magic came from space at one point. And right? so like so like Strange goes to her. It's like, yeah, you know, I want to explore the roots of magic in the cosmic and everything. And I want to see where those lines cross and everything. Yeah, I completely agree. That'd be freaking awesome. Just seeing Doctor Strange in space and having him be like, wow, I really thought that I had a handle on things. But like space magic is scary. Like, <laughs> There's a world of pure imagination up here. <laughs> That'd be baller. All right, I'm in. I, I'm sold now. That's hey, Marvel, you know, it is. Doctor Strange, Agent of Sword, or Doctor oh. Strange, like, leader of, like, you know, head, like, leader of sword. That's the name of the book, is Doctor Strange, mm. head of, like, you know, Agent of Sword. And, like, and, of course, you have to work it in where, like, it's, 
building off the last days of magic. He needs like some kind of like a totemic magical item. You ditch mm. the axe, you get a sword. <laughs> there you go. Hey, you know, uh, Marvel, any of these ideas, you're more than welcome to try out. Yes, I would like to see them. As long as they are handled with actual finesse and not just like, Spider-Man and Mockingbird, I really wasted time doing that idea. Uh, never mind, throw it away. <laughs> I kind of like to see Amanda Waller date somebody just because you very much see her as kind of a sexless character. Like, I don't have time for this. I'm married to my work. I'd kind of like to see her be pulled away from her work because she's like, what is, what is this alien feeling I'm feeling? Is this is this love yeah, for another person? I think my person? heart almost beat, like, or <laughs> beated. <laughs> Just once. And, like, the thing, too, I always imagine with Waller, I'm like, oh, well, the wall has needs. She's probably got, like, several side dudes off yeah, on the side. Yeah, she's got concubines. Like, yeah. <laughs> you never see that place in Task Force X headquarters, but it's there. Yeah. That being said, I, you know, originally I was like, well, before Justice League Suicide Squad, I'd say Maxwell Lord, but I think I'd rather go with Slade Wilson. That would be interesting, too, because he's an older man, too. Exactly. And he's like, no, he's like I, I respect your ruthlessness, but also you remind me way too much of my wife, who is also a lot like you. Yeah, I think that'd be kind of fun. But that yeah. would be fun. Uh, Waller and Flag. Yeah, I'm surprised they never went there and kind of like, a, hey, we work together. We don't really see much of anyone else. Don't don't tell anyone else yeah. on the team, though. Yeah, I was just suggested another idea that I kind of dug, which was uh, Luther and Talia al Ghul. Oh, yeah. If you ever wanted to see Lex Luthor versus Ra's al Ghul, do that. <laughs> that would be really awesome because Luthor is like, you know, I, I am the ultimate man. Why are you hung up on this detective guy? Look at me. Look at my shiny head and my millions of dollars. It would literally end with him trying to siphon power from the Lazarus pit. Oh, He's like, of course. oh, honey, I'm not interested in banging anybody. I don't care. I just wanted your Lazarus pit. I'm going to live forever. Yeah, I'm going to live forever. She's like, no, you're not. And that would be kind of cool to end that story where she's like, you are denied immortality. All you had to do to gain immortality was love me. Yeah, and you couldn't Aww. even do that because you can only love yourself, Lex Luthor. Boom. Mic drop on that. Uh -huh. You know what? We've run out of time. That's the episode. That's too good an idea to not I don't think on. we're going to top that. So great. I love it. Thank you guys so much for joining us on this S4 episode of the Elseworlds Extension. Happy Valentine's Day to yeah, all yeah. of you. Happy Valentine's Day to, to Joel. And thank, oh, you to, thank you. Thank you to all the people in the chat for joining us and for the super chats. We do appreciate it. And we thank you so much for joining us on this hollowed holiday that is made frustrating for all the people who don't have someone special in their lives yeah but thanks green card companies yeah exactly thanks hallmark just remember in the back of your mind it was this was created by hallmark to get you to buy more chocolates so it's also my parents anniversary today if you can oh, believe that's it sweet i like yeah. that they're like yeah we're gonna get together on uh you know on valentine's hey, day hey it's, it's not that romantic you can get married for free today well uh, oh really it's like it, is that a thing like yes they do like valentine's day specials Yes. That's cool. Yeah. So, you know, my parents, very thrifty. <laughs> That's fair. I think I didn't spend much on, like, I don't think the marriage itself cost much. I think everything surrounding it was. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, uh, stay tuned for back issues, everybody, where we're going to be doing Black Panther. Who is Black Panther by Reggie Hudlin and hmm. John Romita Jr. It's a fun episode. And, hey, uh, we'll see you guys next week with an all-new episode. I'm Sal. I'm Joel. So long. Hey.